Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Brewers, where we tell the story behind your favorite beer. I'm Matt, and joining me, as always, because I always do the intro, sound guy Ryan and Erica. What's Woo! up? Hi. Ryan's in the background because <laughs> he doesn't have a mic. He doesn't have a mic, so we're gonna do this really, really quick. But we Super took speed. We took the last week off to get drunk during the Fourth July of July. 4th. It was pretty great. Yeah. Um, Ryan was at the fish market. I saw him. Thank Ooh. you for the mussels and the steamers. They were superb. You're welcome. My 80-year-old <laughs> aunt and 93-year-old grandma loved them. You're a prince. You could date either of them. They're widows. <laughs> they want it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was terrible. They're looking for it. Was, yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I ate way too many jello shots. I uh, saw that video. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, like, the good, video was good. Good on good. you and your family. Well, you know what? Yeah. Some we serious jello shots. And, you know, we're on the TikTok. So we find are. us at Brewerits on TikTok. We post I, some fun things there. And we post some not fun things. Because sometimes Serious people only things? watch it 60 times. Hmm. And then other I times par- it's like 1,000 times. Yeah, so you never know. We don't know what the balance yeah. is at this point. Apparently, um, beer fridge posts are, uh, are a real hit. Beer fridge so posts are a We'll be hit. doing those again. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, but other than that, uh, Ryan, what did you drink? Yell it. Um, beer. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I knew uh, it. I drank a lot of beer. Uh, I did drink uh, Green State Lager, which we were talking about. So that was really good. Yeah. 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 I was up in Vermont. So I had Vermont beer. Oh, lots of Vermont beer. What? Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> that was cool. I went to um, Bend Hill in Harpoon, which you were at recently. Wow. Woo. And I did not. I had um, their cider. I don't know. I didn't buy the beer. Someone gave it to me. I was like, cool. Oh, that was really nice of them. Yeah. Wow. That's really magical. Yeah, it was. It was pretty beautiful. You know, it was magical. Our interview this week with The Tap in Haverhill, Massachusetts, yeah. uh, which conveniently you'll hear in the podcast, but I'm not allowed to do trivia there anymore. Not for any weird reason. I was just way too good at trivia. You're, you're amazing. At they trivia. were told me it was not fun when my friends went. <laughs> Oh, so there, sorry. there you go. You won't, you won't see Matt there anytime soon. For but you'll trivia. see me there for beer. Exactly. Yeah, just not for trivia, <laughs> which is a bummer because I was doing really womp, good for womp. a couple of weeks. But uh, the tap's really cool. Great it food, uh, great beer. And uh, the brewer knows a ton of history about that area. So yeah. if, you ever, if you're like a history geek, go find him yeah. and uh, ask him stuff. And if you're in the know, you might know about like Todd Mott. He worked there before Dude, um, after Portage no Brewing idea. and yeah. before Tributary. So like really good lineage. Like when mm-hmm. you think of the the tap you might not be like oh beer right but like the the brew system there through there yeah and they have a cool system and uh the history of that building is really really cool um and we enjoyed the beer that we had there we had a pre-prohibition lager and and, great food too we didn't have food that time but i've been there for dinner before a few times and it's it's good solid yeah well we'll get to the interview so you guys can enjoy it and uh we'll catch you in the outro follow us on patreon and all social media to support us so we can get awesome interviews um because we have a couple really cool ones available coming up cool so take it away sound guy ryan cheers cheers Cheers. that was ryan Cheers. (laughs) so it's very interesting i'm in a room that probably 11 or 12 years ago i played drunken bass guitar after learning Ooh. how to play bass guitar solid in like a month and a half i, I played guitar so you slapped I, it, the bass no, i played guitar before but like i was it's a different beast anyone that says <laughs> you can play guitar you can play bass you it's you can play bass but just not well cool but it didn't matter because it was like a halloween show i was dressed up as a skeleton everyone was just drinking and having fun and no one really cared yeah I I, it was a cover band i even think that so. we were doing yeah it was terrible. But everyone <laughs> liked it because of beer, liquor, and fireball shots, I'm sure. Ooh, probably. 
Maybe. That's what happened. So, yeah, I played in this room 12, 11 years ago. So by that description, you know, my four friends in my life. Everyone should know exactly where, where we, we are. are. Yeah. So where are we? <laughs> <laughs> We're at the tap in Haverhill. right. I like this place. Yeah. No, me too. Yeah. It's a cool place. They got great food, great beer. And I was once actually banned. I should have said this. I was banned from trivia because I won 10 weeks in a row. And the person who hosted trivia said, no more. It's not fun when you and your group play. <laughs> <laughs> so we were those people. Okay, great. Yeah. Which great. was cool. I haven't come back since. <laughs> but no, this place is awesome. It has a great aesthetic. Um, it really has that like mill building feel, feel which and, is really cool. Um, they have a great patio. It overlooks the Merrimack uh, River and it's it's beautiful. It's it's beautiful. Picturesque. 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 Uh, so who are we here with, Erica? We're with Jason. Hey, Jason. How are you? Hello. How's it going? Yeah, not bad. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I like it when our guests ask us how we are. Yeah, it's we're nice. doing good. It feels nice. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we ask all our guests um, their role at the brewery and their first memory of beer. Uh, well, I'm head brewer, uh, brewery manager, I guess you'd say. Um, first memory of a beer. Uh, four years old. On Solid age. With my dad. Uh, softball. He played softball on, on, on a bunch of different teams back in the day. and uh, Almost was pro. <laughs> I wanted to go down and get a soda down the street from the store. And he said, no, we're in the middle of a softball game. There's water or there's Budweiser. And I said, well, I don't want water. And he said, well, you want a Budweiser? And I said, yeah. <laughs> and so much to the chagrin of his friends in, on the softball team, he grabbed a cold one out of the cooler and handed it to me, cracked it open. And, uh, yeah, I took a big gulp of and then spit it out all over the place. <laughs> and everyone laughed. And uh, that's my first, I think. And then you drank water after, right? Yeah. 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 I gladly took the water after. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but that's my first memory. So, at that point, you were sold. You wanted to be in the industry. Yes. Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. what was the original plan? Uh, I didn't really have a plan. Okay. You know? Um I was uh, working at a retail store um, in New Hampshire on the border. So we sold a lot of uh, beer and cigarettes and such. Mm -hmm. And we had a crazy beer selection that just grew over the years. Nice. And uh, I was going to UNH, where is where I really fell in love with beer. Yeah. Uh, and because I worked at the store, I had my access to whatever that uh, New Hampshire got that was new yeah, in the craft cool. beer world. So, you know, I started out with um, Newcastle, mm -hmm. Sam Adams, you know, and you grow from there. You try all the different stuff. Definitely. You know, so uh, that was like 20 years ago, though. So. Mm. And so at that point, did you start uh, homebrewing or how did you then go I into I really beer? fell in love with beer. Um, you know, obviously we drank a lot of Bud Light, Coors Light. Of course. All, all that stuff. It's cheap. <laughs> we, played a, we played a lot of Beirut, a lot of drinking games and stuff, but we also got into IPAs and English beers and Lambics. And, nice. You know, and my best friend bought me a homebrew kit because I wouldn't shut up about it <laughs> for Christmas in 2005 or 2006. Cool. So uh, I got into homebrewing pretty quickly. And um, 
I've actually been coming here to the tap since they opened as a brew pub in 2003. So this is like my local. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got to know a lot of the people here over the years. Um, so I homebrewed for a number of years and then um, former head brewer here and assistant brewer. Um, I knew I didn't know them super well, but um, I started volunteering for them. Okay. In 2013. Um, and within a month, uh, the head brewer, John Curtis, uh, said, I got to start paying you because <laughs> you're working so damn hard and you're doing awesome. So I really need to start paying you money. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So that's how it started here. Nice. And um, yeah, uh, I've been here almost eight years and I've been head brewer for just over two. Wow. Awesome. Well, congrats on the two years. That's awesome. That yeah. is, I think that's the first time we've heard of someone who was the, a patron of the, the brewery that they work at to head brewer. Yeah. Yeah. I was a regular here for <laughs> yeah. years, you know, I knew the GM. I knew a lot of the bartenders, a lot of the people who worked here. So very cool. Now, um, what's the history on the tap? I'm just curious. So, um, the tap itself has been the anchor restaurant downtown in here yeah, in seems- Haverhill. It's been called the tap since 1933. Oh, wow. wow. Okay, so it's been here a long time. Um, a long time. And even before that, um, the beer I'm drinking is a a beer, I mean, it's a pre-prohibition lager. In, it's called J.M. Hickey. It's after James Hickey, who um, opened a bar and restaurant in the space we're in, in 1897. Holy cow. Wow. And it was called the Shoe and Leather Exchange. Okay. Um, it was, Haverhill was a big shoe manufacturing yep. city. Um, so... Uh, it's been a bar and restaurant since 1897. And then someone changed it to the tap in 33. It's been called the tap ever since. Um, our owner, John, bought the building next door in the early 90s. Yep. And then had an opportunity to buy the tap and the building um, in right around 2000. Okay. And he said, I want to make a brew pub. Why so, not? Yeah. Yeah. So 2003, March... I believe of 2003 is when the tap opened. Yeah. Nice. As as a brew pub. So you guys are one of the older brew pubs in the state. I mean, yes. I can't think of many brew pubs that have been around that are still Not in too existence. Many. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we're existence. like you beer works and like maybe a couple A lot of the other ones have gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're unfortunately Brew Moon all those places those are gone. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. You know, Watch City. Yep. Right. Right. Fortunate, but it happens. Yeah, well, kudos to you guys for sticking around. What do you think um, has helped you guys stay here for so long? Um, well, uh, like I said, the Tap is like the anchor restaurant downtown. We yeah. always have been. So people know that. People associate the name. They trust yep. it. Even people that used to come here in the 70s. We still have people come in and go, oh, wow, look at it. It's it's the same, but it's changed. <laughs> I used to eat here. Yeah. yeah you know? <laughs> um, and we have the the largest outdoor space yeah I have a for dining um we've had that for years the the deck on the back of the building is is a perfect spot overlooks the merrimack so yeah yeah you know good uh good food good beer yeah yeah what could go wrong like old school uh <laughs> like mill building ambiance like you were saying yeah so so when you were drinking here in 2003 um mm-hmm. the beer wasn't really the mainstay right it was more of a bar right yeah, uh, so the tap had been closed for a couple of years. And so when they reopened as a brew pub, no one knew what a brew pub was around <laughs> here. And they kind of had to educate everybody. 
Um, and they were kind of bummed out because the tap previous to that had a massive food menu. And they gotcha. would do massive portions of food. And um, they, you know, had changed the menu and stuff uh, when we opened as a brew pub. So people were kind of discouraged at first. But um, luckily, um, we had some cool brewers to start with. I mean, Todd Mott was number one. Yeah. He was oh, first he worked here? Oh, it's awesome. He yeah. was the first brewer here. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and then shortly after him, uh, it was Dan Paquette. Who did pretty things? Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. I'm like, you know, and now he's in England. Mm-hmm. Um, Very cool. Yeah. So we've had a, a a string of of really good brewers here, and um, it's kind of cool. Uh, we've run the gamut of of beer styles and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're not afraid to try anything out. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm having a Schwartz beer right now, which isn't necessarily super common. So no. it's it's really cool. And you guys are having pre-prohibition lagers, which it's also an even less common beer yep. style, I think. So, um, yeah, you have a great menu for, for beers right now. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, 2003, obviously, the beer scene, you had your, your I hate to say macro, you had your Budweiser course, and then you had Sam Adams, your Newcastles in that time. But, uh, you know, Dogfish Head, I don't even think was, if they were in existence, it was very early into their career. But, I mean... Like, uh, yeah, I don't think you could get it up here yet. They yeah. were definitely yeah. down in Delaware, in Delaware Maryland. Yeah. But... but um, this area is very, you know, blue collar. Um, yes. If you go down, is this Washington Street? Yep. Yeah. If you go down Washington Street, I think you see more, you see more parking spaces. But after that, it's like Budweiser, Coors Light signs. Right. Um, <laughs> how does a a brew pub exist in Washington Street? Well, luckily, um, the same thing happened across America. People um, started finding out there's a different kind of beer out there than just the mass-produced light lager. Um, we, I think, educated a lot of the blue-collar people around here at first, you know? But um, a lot of the other restaurants that are here uh, nowadays, they have pretty good beer selections too. Mm. So um, you are still going to find uh, Bud Miller Coors, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's never going away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... What are the beers that you were drinking in 2003 and throughout your, you know, kind of career here and how has it kind of evolved? Um, 2003. So the early, when I first started coming here, I drank a lot of um, Whittier White, which mm. is a, a Belgian white. Nice. Um, really easy drinking. And I believe is a Todd Mott recipe. Mm. Um, and then it evolved. Uh, I started getting into um, anything Belgian, uh and then, you know, as you, you get into like the 2007, 2008 with the crazy, let's just bitter the hell out of any <laughs> IPA. Right, right. Um, our flagship here back then was Leather Lips. <laughs> oh, jeez. IPA. <laughs> yep. I, don't, I don't know if you've ever had it. I, yeah. I have not, but no. I can imagine. <laughs> just with uh, the name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's associated because Haverhill's the shoe city or whatever. Yep. And, um I still make it once a year. So nice! It's a massive hop bomb, I assume. It is, and yeah. uh, that's a Dan Paquette beer. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, he probably created that about '04. Yeah, because he was here '04, '05. Cool. So, um, it's evolved. You know, I I really like English styles. So anything stout, porter, uh, bitters. Yeah. Um, but I've evolved too. You know, like nowadays I drink a lot of New England IPAs. Oh, really? Um, 
It depends on my mood, though. Yeah. Because I'm kind of... Seasonality. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of getting out of that. Okay. I want to drink more lagers now. Yeah. You know? We've give, noticed that. Give me yeah. Chris Pilsner any day. Yeah. 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 Same. You know? So, um, but yeah, it's uh, it is, it is a wild ride to think, uh, you know, I've been coming here since 2003 and then 10 years later I started working here. And Now you brew the beer. I know. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we get into what's on tap today, um, we have a word from our sponsors. Take, Take it, it away, Ryan. Ryan. Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts? Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers! Cheers. local homebrew shop beer and wine hobby you can get everything you need to make beer wine cider cheese and more not sure where to start they have knowledgeable staff there to help beer and wine hobby is family owned and located in danvers massachusetts visit their website beer-wine.com and use our promo code brutes for 10 percent off your online order today Shirts on Tap is the box subscription service for craft beer lovers. Each month, Shirts on Tap partners up with seven different breweries from across the country and collaborates on a sweet custom shirt design. We've been teamed up with Shirts on Tap since the inception of the podcast and are proud to announce a new promo code for all of our listeners. To get your first shirt for $5 off, go to the link in our description below and use the promo code. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. We're back. Yeah. Yeah. We're here. <laughs> we're here. Uh, so, Jason, we talked about kind of the beers of the past. We talked about well, leather lips, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's you look at it on the on the outside, the name's hilarious, right? But then when you think about it, the shoes, leather yeah. shoes. Um, you, you literally need leather lips to drink it because yeah. it's bitter. Very, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, centennial. Yeah. Nice. But I've, in there. I've heard a lot of um, Whittier. You said the Whittier wit. Whittier White. Whittier White, sorry. A lot of local influence in the names of the beers here. Yes. Um, What are you brewing on tap? Or what's on on tap at the tap right now? (laughs) Um, Well, we just got Solar Plexus back on, which is like our uh, flagship nowadays. Uh, We've been brewing it since 2016. It's a double IPA, but it's juicy, tropical. Nice. Um, 9% though, so. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. we just got our summer beer on draft. It's called Deck Juice. Deck Juice. Yes. Tell us more about Deck it's, Juice. Yes. <laughs> it's a mango passion fruit wheat lager. Ooh. What? So everyone makes amazing. wheat ales. Yep. Right. We have the capability. I made it a lager instead. Nice. Um, it's 4.6%. Perfect. It's fruity. Yeah, perfect. It's crisp. It's very easy to drink on a sunny day sitting out on the deck. I was going to say. Overlooking the river here, so. True to name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We just uh, actually had um, a can run last week. Uh, Our first can run in quite a while. 
because mm-hmm. of the uh, pandemic and stuff. So we can solar plexus, we can the deck juice, and our New England IPA called the Valley, which the is Valley. after the Merrimack Valley. Valley. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. So. Nice. So do you um you also been doing I think uh, why am I thinking I'm only thinking growlers. Oh. No. Growlers. Uh, growlers. Yeah. yeah. You also do growlers, is that right? Yeah. We used to do growlers back in the day. We did growlers for years. Yeah. Um but I we, even have an old tap growler oh, do you? from years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I have all three iterations, yeah. Um nice. but we switched to growlers um a year and a half ago, two yeah. years ago. Yeah. And you're canning um do you have your own canning line or do you have like Ironheart or yeah, something? Yeah, Ironheart in? comes yeah. in. Yeah. Cool, cool. How long have you guys been doing that? Was um, it a COVID thing or? Since the end of 2016, we've been canning with that. Oh, for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we haven't canned in over a year. Yeah. Holy cow, really? <laughs> yeah, because of the pandemic. Yeah. It's um, it's unfortunate, but. Yeah, yeah. Been hard to get the, the amount you need to can. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So when you're brewing a beer here, what is inspiring you to brew, you know, is it, you know, food wise? Um, Cause you have a kitchen here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, are you communicating kind of with the kitchen to say like, Oh, we're brewing a Fashion stout, sandwich. you know, yeah. and <laughs> could you make things to yeah, coordinate I, I, with that? I do talk to our head chef um, just to see where his menu is going to be. Um, we try to go seasonally, yeah. you know, um, obviously we have um, some lighter offerings now because of, uh, Oh, it's June. Yeah. Right. It's June now. <laughs> Summer's so, coming. Uh, like I said, we have the deck juice on. Uh, I have a strawberry blonde on that's uh, flying out of here. So, and that's a brand new recipe. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so, you know, in the wintertime, we do tend to have some darker offerings, stouts and porters yeah. and stuff. But we have a Schwarz beer on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Which exactly. Because awesome. yeah. why not? <laughs> um, we have Berliner Weiss right now. Uh, I have a barrel-aged French Saison, so. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, that's a funky one. That's a little different. Yeah, is that on tap right now? Yeah, so that's a French Saison that was aged in um, gin barrels for two years. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Um, And it was dosed with Britannomyces. Yep. And uh, also some local honey. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Um, That's got to be really funky and... It's different. it's got a little funk to it, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's still very light and easy to drink. So awesome. I love like cool. experimental things nuances, like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, that's really cool. Um what system are you guys brewing on here? So we have a ten barrel. Okay. Um it's a two vessel brew house. Um we don't have a lot of space. Yeah. These old mill buildings were never meant to be breweries. <laughs> breweries. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um so if you ever been here, uh, the brew house is right next to the main bar. Mm-hmm. It's encased, and it, when you're brewing in there, it's very, very hot. Yeah, yeah. It's especially like in the summer, yeah. and it's fishbowl. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a two vessel, um, American-made uh, Germanic style, though. So we can do oh, decoction. Oh, that's really cool. We can do de- decoctions here. So um, I'll be you- making um, our Munich uh, Helles Lager sometime in the near future. It's called Haverhill Gold. Nice. Um, so, and you're decocting with it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool that you have like that capability to do something different like that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's the, the system that's been here since day one. Yep. Um, there's a tank room on this side uh, that if you go down to the lower level, mm-hmm. um, you can see through the windows and you can see um, there's five 10-barrel uh, fermenters. Cool. 
and five 10 barrel uh, bright tanks, which are serving vessels. Yep. Um, but then in the building next door, um, we also have um, eight 20 barrel fermenters. Oh, wow. Uh, nice. Two 20 barrel brights and two 10 barrel brights. Mm. That's awesome. So your brew days are pretty long here. Uh, it, it, I mean, it depends. Um, it depends on what you're brewing. Mm. Yeah. You know, six to six to eight hours. Not terrible. You know, it yeah. could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, so I wonder like, what, what has it been like, you know, like you were saying, you start as a patron and then all of a sudden you're just like helping out and then now you're the head brewer. What was it like when like your first beer that you made was on tap? Uh, it felt uh, very, very gratifying. Yeah. You know, it was very exciting. It still is exciting. Yeah. You know, uh, like the strawberry blonde. Um, and in fact, that's flying out of here. Like that's, I, I've made that's some cool. blonde ales before. So I have a basic recipe for a blonde ale. Um, mm-hmm. I tweaked it a little bit. Um, and then I just dosed it with strawberry puree. Um, and it's, it's fairly straightforward, simple yeah. recipe, Yeah. but people are loving it right now. It's the perfect time of year, you know? Uh, so it, it's good. It's, uh, when you get a, you know, just a random recipe that I just sort of, I don't want to say threw together, but, <laughs> um, right. But like you're saying a couple tweaks here and yeah. But that's all it takes. Yeah, it's just kind yeah. of like lightning in a bottle, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. And then, um, I don't know, a couple of years ago, um, probably three, three or four years ago, I um, I had been working on this recipe. Uh, I wasn't head brewer at the time. I was assistant brewer, but I'd been working on this recipe, and I brought it to our former head brewer, Brad, and uh, he was like, oh, yeah, cool. Let's brew that next week. And it's um, it's an American-style dark lager. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's very similar to um, um, uh, like a Munich Dunkel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember when we brewed it and we got it on draft and we were just, wow, this beer is delicious. <laughs> you know? And we didn't know how it would sell. Yeah. You never know. Um, but it's a, people look for it. You know, they ask about it. That's really cool. Yeah. You know, that's called Sky Dog. Sky Dog. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Almond Brothers fan. So yes. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, so let, let's talk about that feeling. I mean, you get the highs of the highs and then you kind of get the lows of the lows, right? Has there been a beer that you sell, you've made and you're like, this is going to be the best beer in the world. And it's just like <laughs> not done. Blah, blah. Well, you can't, yeah. You can't just be like, oh, this is going to be the greatest. <laughs> yeah. Um, there have been beers where I'm like, oh, I love this beer. But, yeah. you know, um, English styles tend to not sell yeah. here in Haverhill. Mm. Um which is a bummer because I really <laughs> like bitters and yeah. such. Yeah. Um, it's a bummer. It's funny. We actually have a, a scotch ale on right now. We have an 80 shilling on draft and it's actually, it's doing pretty well. I was tempted to get that. It's yeah. uh, it's better than yeah. I thought it would. Nice. For selling. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, cool. We kind of gone over some of the beers that, you know, our listeners who typically go to the tap um, mm-hmm. don't know about. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the food though here. You guys also serve food here as well with the beer, um, mm-hmm. kind of pub style, but you're, you're here every day. So tell us what's going on. Yeah. It's, uh, it's mostly pub style. Um, we're known for our burgers for sure. Great burgers. They have um, really good burgers. Yeah. But the summertime, I mean, we have a massive lobster roll mm. right now, fresh lobster. So any of you people that want some seafood, um, and we do, f- uh, individual flatbreads, um, hearty salads, um, we have all sorts of different sides. Um, like I said, yeah. it's, it's something for everyone, kind of. Yeah. 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 
um, we have a, a barbecue smoker, so um, we do in-house um, pulled pork. Nice. We uh, have the turkey sandwich that's on the, the club turkey sandwich that's on the that's smoked turkey. Mm. Yum. Um, we have a roast beef three-way that's smoked roast beef. So, I see Ryan's class cool. just opened with the smoked roast beef. <laughs> we talk about roast beef sounds like weekly. Like, yeah, so sounds like a great spot just to come by for like a bite and then, or like a lunch spot or like yeah, a yeah. beer and a, and a beer and a bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get a good lunch crowd, especially since um, the weather has changed here. It's been really, really nice. I bet. Yeah. So, yeah. so you guys are in a unique scenario where you guys can also sell alcohol, right? Right. Just a liquor. Brew pub oh. license allows it. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Do you um, do beer cocktails here? Uh, occasionally. Yeah. yeah. What's your opinion on beer? Co- I love beer cocktails, but it's all right if you don't. Um, I've had a few that I like. Yep. Most I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I'd rather just have a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. I'd rather just have a cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and also you serve wine as well. Oh, beer, yeah. Wine. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we have full liquor license. Yeah. Yep. Um, nice. Seltzer. Hard seltzer. Are you guys making a hard seltzer? Um, so we are not, um, here in Massachusetts, if you have a brew pub license, um, anything you make, uh, alcohol wise, 51% has to be from malted barley. Okay. I didn't realize it was a 51%. I thought it was just like, it has to have malted. 51% (laughs) malted grains. So we could make a sort of seltzer, but it wouldn't be, but it wouldn't be a, you know, seltzer, seltzer. Um, personally, um, I don't get the seltzer game. Um, it's cool Fair. if people want to drink them. I don't have a problem with it. We don't sell them here. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Easy enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you sell everything else. I mean, I we feel have, like it's really good for breweries that only sell beer, right? But yeah. you do everything so else. We, so we have wine, we have full liquor license. We sell, um, Celia, by Ipswich Brewing Company, which yep. is the gluten-free. gluten-free. Yep. Oh, um, right. Yeah. We have four or five different cider options in cans. Mm. So someone can find something they like. Yeah, So there's definitely. A, there's a beverage for somebody here. For yeah. Sure. They also have water. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> and soda. Yeah, and soda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lemonade. Yeah. Um, what would you like to see come next for the tap? I mean, what? Actually, you know what? Before we get into what's next for the tap. There you go. Do we need a word from our sponsors, Ryan? Yeah. Ryan thinks we need the word from the sponsors. So take it take away. Take it away. Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brute sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers.
And we're back after a false alarm. False alarm? Ryan was like, yeah, that's the noise he was making. He was twitching or something. He really was. There's no noise, though. There was a lot of noise. We just edited it up. Yeah. Uh, so, Jason, I mean, you, you mentioned you're in a small, confined space where you're brewing, but it's home for you, right? But uh, what what's next for the tap? What do you wish would come? Um, we are getting our cans out to the North Shore. Ooh, so we'll be nice. distributing again, which is nice. Yeah. Um, it's been over a year. Um, so we're hoping to grow the brand um, and get, be able to get our... Um, some beers on draft here and there throughout the North Shore and also have cans in package stores and such. So. Nice. And I think that was something that was missing from the tap. I think a lot of the times people who go to breweries would often not, and, and this is no offense, would not go to the tap because they didn't think it is as a brewery. You're trying to change that vision? We have our history here, um, but we also want to move forward, you know. Um, I know like the, the big model nowadays is to have the small brewery tap room thing, dog friendly sort of, um, communal tables. Yeah. 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 And that's fine. I don't have, I, I've been to many places like that and I enjoy that. Um, I've always been a brew pub guy. There's something about that pub feeling. The European style, the, the, uh, yeah. the English style. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, um, it's, it, you enjoy conversation with strangers at the bar you have uh, a nice heartwarming meal, um, hopefully a good pint or two or four. <laughs> um, there's nothing wrong with tap rooms. There's nothing wrong with the new model, but um, I'm very sad to see so many brew pubs go away. Mm. You know, I know the restaurant business is extremely hard to begin with, let alone what happened in the last year and a half. Right. You know, um, but yeah, we... We've had our beer out in distribution in mass before, um, and we want to focus on trying to do that and, and get it going again here. And then hopefully someday maybe get into New Hampshire because we're right on the border, mm. and there are people that come down from the neighboring towns. You know, I'm a Plastow boy, so um, this was my local. Yeah. Know? It's only 15 minutes away. Yeah. So um, I'd like to see some more people, um, you know, uh, Enjoy our beers outside of here. Definitely. I, I've also really missed the whole pub feel, especially with COVID and everything else. Yeah, I do love starting a conversation with a total stranger, but kind of connecting over the beer and the food and the atmosphere yeah. and having just like conversations with people. It's fun. It's it nice. Fun. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys, do you guys do cask beer here as well? We used to. Yeah, you used to. Okay. Yeah. Um, we stopped doing that a few years ago. Uh, unfortunately, it just wasn't selling. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a tough thing. It's, it's a tough hit or sell. miss sometimes yeah. in some areas. So um, occasionally we may have a cask here and there just as like a special thing, but mm. we haven't done one in quite a long time. Yeah. You know, so it's a bummer. Yeah. I uh, I actually remember coming here as a patron and, and coming here every... Um, Thursday, because that's when they tap the cask. Nice. It's a cool event to see and watch that kind yeah. of process. Yeah. Uh, so it was uh, it was fun, you know. Specifically, come here every Thursday to try. Well, what's what do they have on cast today? Hmm. You know. But it's a lot of the younger crowd. They don't want that, or they don't even know what it is. Yeah. Right. You know, or especially they if they already don't like English beers. The problem is, is they look it up. Like, I feel like if you didn't know what a cask beer is, and you look it up on Google, warm beer. It's warm cask flat. Flat. <laughs> yeah, it's oh my a, god, it's warm and flat. flat. It's not yeah. warm, and it's not flat. Yeah. 
It's just straight from the tank. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, well. It's tough to find. <laughs> They're and, and now yeah. I'm thirsty for a cast. I, I know, haven't right? had one in I'm a so long sorry. time. I know. No, seriously. I was just thinking, I mean, we've been talking about the English style of beer. Um, and I think, you know, if you go to England, we've interviewed an English brewery who has the, Amer- I hate to say like American style breweries, but, or the, you put it very well, like the new style of breweries. Yeah. That's that, but they were saying, you know, it's hard for us because there are so many breweries that are brew pubs, you know, that people yeah. go and get their local pints. It's the exact opposite. It's exact know, which is opposite. funny. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, do you feel like the tap is kind of like that European style or the English style? Um, it, it has that feel. Yeah. Um, for sure. But uh, it was much more so, I think, back in the day because I think a yeah. lot of the beers back then tended to be English, English or Belgian or, yeah. you know, so. We run the gamut nowadays, you know. I haven't made a milkshake IPA yet. <laughs> I did write a recipe for one, uh, so maybe we'll ha- maybe. see that this summer. Don't, okay. don't do it. I'm, I, I'm just try it. Just try it and I see person, what happens. I personally do not really like them at all. Me neither. You got to find like it. You got to do it right. Don't do it the hype way. Do it your way. I personally don't like it when breweries add lactose to their beer and don't tell people. <laughs> well, yeah. right. Oh, it specifically says on our menu, like, you know, contains lactose. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some breweries that don't, don't be those people. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty good with questions. I just really want to know, like you mentioned your, what are you drinking at home? Uh, anything. Um, cool. <laughs> ketchup. Uh, I think <laughs> I, I got a mixed pack of harpoon recently. So there's probably a couple cool, of those cool. still left. Um, little sip, um, from, uh, Lawson, Sean Lawson. So, yep. Um, my buddy Brian, who was my former boss here, uh, head brewer at, um, Sawbelly Brewing in Exeter. Yep. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have a couple of his beers in there. Cool. So, yeah. Nice. Solid. Um, when you're right, you, you've mentioned a couple of times writing a recipe, right? Mm-hmm. What goes into writing a recipe for you? Um, sometimes I just have an idea for something. Yeah. Uh, and is that, where do you drive that idea? Is that something like you... We, I've read books of, you know, musicians who like keep a book by their bed. They wake up, they're like, I heard the song of my dreams or I had this pasta meal. It was amazing. I want to, you know. Yeah. It just randomly, you know, or I think, man, we haven't had a Scottish beer on draft here at the tap for years and years and years. So guess what? I'm going to make one. Yeah. Hopefully it sells. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I listened to your podcast with, um, uh, I think it's uh, Greg at uh, Berkshire. Yeah. 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 And he was talking about how he couldn't, couldn't sell a Scotch ale for the life of him yeah. to save his life, you know? So yep. um, I feel his pain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it, sometimes it just pops in my head. Yep. Sometimes I'm like, we haven't had that style here yeah. um, in a very long time. Or um, I even have looked back in the, in the files. Yeah. I was going to ask about, do you have like a Rolodex of recipes? Yeah, we do. We don't have all of them. Um, I, I like to pull back some of the old things that haven't been done in a really long time. Uh, last year, I brewed uh, Dan Paquette, who was our second head brewer here, um, made a beer here that was a, a Belgian triple. It was yeah. called Golden Slipper. Oh, fun. <laughs> and I remember drinking it and enjoying <laughs> it. And so I uh, was lucky enough to find uh, the recipe in the files. Wow. See, now that's really snooping. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and it was really good. It's 10% yeah. though. So, <laughs> it's dangerous. Now, 
that's I love that you guys have like that like, role like the yeah. history yeah. of like, like beers I said, that have been brewed. Not all of them. All of them. Of course not. But like the ones that you do have, I just think that's awesome. That you're able yeah, to kind I mean, of go you're back. You're drinking um, our Schwarz beer, Annie's uh, Lager. Yeah. Um, that's John Curtis. Um, that won the silver medal for Schwarz beer at the GABF in 2010. Nice. And it hasn't been brewed in almost 10 years. Oh, jeez. It hasn't been brewed And since, I remember yeah. drinking that beer a lot yeah. back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I brought that one back. Do you um, think that, I mean, it just makes sense, like, why you would be in this role. I mean, you were here as a patron, right? And you were like, I remember this beer. I remember this beer. And yeah. This one wasn't really that great. Or this one it's cool because you also, right, you also have that history of, like, remembering, I've had this beer. It tasted like this. And now I'm going to brew it. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's cool. Yeah, and then, you know, come up with new stuff. Yeah. Right now in the fermenters, right. I have a, uh, a wheat pale ale nice. with citra and amarillo. Um, I brewed a new IPA. Um, that's Simcoe and Amarillo. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have? Um, just trying to So many. This, <laughs> my mind is racing. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like I said, I'm going to bring Leatherlips back at some point yeah. this year. Um, we used to brew a rye pale ale called Sassy Rabbit. I don't like a good rye pale. That hasn't been brewed in years, so it's, I'd like to make that. Yeah. Now, are these suggestions um, patron? Some of them. Yeah, like, yeah are you, sometimes. Like, I want, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I, the bartender is usually, you know, hey, uh, I keep getting people asking about this or that or... Nice. And I go, ooh, I don't know if I'm going to brew that. Yeah. Or I go, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to brew that again. That's a good idea. Yeah. You know, so. Um, cool. So who, do you make all the decisions on what beer are brewed or? Luckily, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is nice. nice. It, it is nice. <laughs> um, who's, who's part of your team right now? Um, are you the only brewer? or? Uh, no, I have an assistant brewer, uh, Patrick. Um, and that's it's just the two of us right now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, Killing. we're. You're a small, like... A brew pub, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Small brew pub, uh, small production yeah. brewery. Love it. So. Um, talk about some of the recipes Patrick's brought to the table. Is, is Are you trying to coach yeah, him on, um, on, on brewery he, development? He has a, a, a gruit. Uh, oh, get out, really? Ooh, fun. That he ho- fun. He's a home brewer. Okay. And he's worked on this recipe for a very long time. Nice. And uh, he's he, I tried it, and um, I think we're going to make it this fall. Oh, cool. Yeah, something different, you know. It's um, It's got um, cranberries and um, he's it's a green tea or something, some specific kind of, kind of tea. Kind of a cool fall thing. Yeah. 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 I like awesome. the idea. Something different, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I want to, uh, I'm encouraging him to try to, you know, come up with some recipes and stuff. I think he's a little scared. <laughs> 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 it um, is a scary process, I think. Yeah. If I had to come up with a recipe, I'd be like, oh, what? <laughs> the tap to me is a true, I, I hate to say towny bar, right? But it's a true kind of like local institution yeah. where yeah. you see your regulars. Um, obviously, with COVID being what it was. Um, and we, we're not going to get too much into like what COVID was. But I mean, have you seen those those locals? You know, if you've ever watched the Cheers show, I, I, I picture the tap being like Cheers. Right. Almost to a certain yeah. Extent. yeah. I mean, um, we definitely have our regulars. I was one of them. Yeah. Of course. Um, and, you know, they've come and gone over the years because people sometimes move away or unfortunately pass away. Um, but we do have a good influx of, of just people. Hey, I heard about you guys. I live in Groveland. I haven't been here. Or I live in um, 
Methuen. I haven't got a chance to come up, or I've been here before ten years ago. Mm. Um, we even have people come up from Boston. They come <laughs> up on the train because the train station's right across the way, literally right across the street. Nice. Um, so you can take the commuter rail right here. It's where the last stop here in Haverhill. Um, so yeah, we do kind of have that Cheers vibe, um, but we do have a. If you come here on a Friday night, late night, it's the younger crazier crowd i've been here on those nights it gets a little it's fun it's a little it's it's yeah but it's fun it <laughs> exactly. is fun you know um yeah. we're hoping to start up jazz sundays again we have live jazz on sunday nights yep um i don't know exactly when we're gonna start that so don't quote me stay tuned that. for more it's a great um, i have been here on a jazz night on a sunday and it's just like a great date night it's like you know i got a jazz mac and some yeah. great food great beer yeah it's just so, a solid night the older i get the better sunday night going out is right? much better <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, Sunday night, I can be in by seven. Yeah, and you, well, you relax, you yeah, have yeah. dinner, you have some drinks, right, but you right. don't, it's not like you don't get Saturday night. So for people who have not been to the tap, uh, I want you to tell us what's the best thing to get on the menu and what's your best food pairing and beer? Ooh, food pairing. Uh, any beer goes with any of the food. Perfect. <laughs> uh, it's I know it's seasonal, but you said the burgers, so like yeah. So literally, you know, um, the burgers are probably like our go-to here. I mean, I hate to say that because it's just a burger, <laughs> but they're really, really good and they're really, really big. Uh, nice. And there's a whole b- bunch of different combination ones. And awesome. You know, uh, I forget what we call it. They're gonna kill me. But, um, <laughs> we have one right now that's um, bringing the heat. Ooh. You know, it's got. Jalapenos and it's got sriracha, I think, and it has ghost pepper cheese and yeah, sounds Sign amazing. Sign me up. It's yeah. very spicy. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I'm not one of those guys that you know this beer has to be paired specifically with this. Pick the beer you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Huh. I personally, that's. You look at the menu and go, I want this beer. Well, and then I want this food. Well, I'm going to eat, eat the food. I'm going to drink the beer. It's the perfect pairing. I'm right. kind of yeah, yeah. You're winning. easy going. Just be happy. You know, just so uh, we've done want. some beer dinners here before where we've really gotten into it. Yeah. Um, and we haven't done a beer dinner. I don't think yeah. anyone's done a beer dinner. Yeah, so don't right. worry. Uh, <laughs> October. We did Oktoberfest beer dinner. Oh, cool. 2019. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully we'll That's do right. something else like that again. Exactly. I think so. I think we've, so. Had, we've had pig roast here, too, which is fun. <sighs> yeah. I always, I, this place is great. I just, yeah. I, I, I love it here. It's a fun place. I've played music here. I've drank here. I've gotten kicked out of trivia. Yeah. You have pool tables have downstairs pool tables, too. Yeah. So yep. like, yep. We have, um, the main bar and we have downstairs bar with pool tables. Um, that's, you know, good on Friday, Saturday nights yeah. for sure. Sound guy, Ryan, you want to ask your million dollar question? Sure. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to learn more about? Uh, brewing, of course. <laughs> I'm, I'll admit right now, you know, I'm head brewer of a brew pub. I've been here almost eight years. Um, I do know how to make beer. I can constantly try to make it better. Definitely. I can constantly learn. Uh, people are like, oh, you're, you're a master brewer then. I go, oh God, I'm no. not a master of anything. I hate that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. um, I want to get better at my craft and continue with it. Yeah. You know, nice. that's so. awesome. Um, any collaboration beers? Uh, actually, um, we did do the Smutty Nose, the big Smutty Nose collaboration oh, cool. um, back in uh, September of 2019. Yep. Yeah. Um, their 25th anniversary beer. 
um, which was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, they had a big beer festival up there and we were part of that. That's cool. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mentioned before my friend uh, Brian Davis, my, my former boss here, um, we've been talking about doing collaboration. Yeah. Between you and uh, Sawbelly. Saw yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. Um, That'd be cool. I'm always open. Yeah. You know, so if anyone out there wants to do a beer in the North Shore here, let me know. The tap yeah. is looking for you. That's right. <laughs> well, we want our listeners to make their way to the tap. Yeah. Uh, where are you physically located? Yeah. So uh, we're downtown Haverhill, Mass. It's 100 Washington Street. Um, if you've never been to downtown Haverhill, it's all uh, brick Queen Anne style buildings. Yes. Uh, there was a big fire <laughs> in February of 1882 that basically wiped out all of downtown. Um, that's why it's all brick now. And <laughs> it was immediately built back up. Um, and that's why all these buildings um, look very similar to each other. They're specific kind of architecture. It's one of the most, um, uh, it's a coveted Queen Anne. Um, look. Yeah. Style. It's part of the National Historic Register, you know. Oh, that's cool. Um, Fun facts. Yeah. So um, there's a big history here in Haverhill that not a lot of people know about. Um, I'm a history buff, so okay. I like to dig into that. That's why I made this pre-prologger, <laughs> named it after the guy who started the first bar here. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's something that he would have served to his customers back then. Um, uh, last year, I made a double IPA, uh, and I called it 12 Sons, uh, S-O-N-S, uh, The twelve after the 12 men that came up river and founded the city of Haverhill mm. oh. in 1640. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of people think, you know, um, Haverhill, you know, whatever. Um, it's on the Merrimack, okay? Just so is Lowell and I was Lawrence. Like, but it's on the Merrimack. I think that's your first clue. Yeah. It's like a major highway back in those yeah, days. Yeah, so you so. have, you literally have the Mayflower in 1620, Plymouth, right? right? 1630, 10 years later, Governor Winthrop founded the city of Boston, right? So 10 years after that, 1640, some guys came up river and founded the city of Haverhill. Yeah. And nice. from that point on, you it's know, <laughs> it, it grew, you know. So we had the big, you know, shoe industry here 120, 140 years ago. Um, and then, you know, shoes got mass produced and... Things changed. Things changed. <laughs> Haverhill, you know, sort of sunk down into the low point of the, you know, probably 1970s. Yeah. Um, and I remember in the 80s when I was a, a young kid... Um, you didn't really come downtown Haverhill. It wasn't really a place you came to, <laughs> you know? And then the revitalization starting in the 90s, and in, it's come a long way. You yeah, know, we got a definitely. bustling nightlife up here. Yeah, and great. We um, have a great downtown, yeah. too. We and, have the, yeah. the, the walkway on the river, and we have the new high-rises going up. Yeah. And um, there's a bunch of new restaurants, and they're all great. You know, because we all help each other out. That's so awesome. That's really cool. Definitely come down to downtown Haverhill and come have a beer at the tap. If you want to eat here, please do. But also visit the other spots. You know, there's plenty of other restaurants and places to go. It's really cool. I yeah. love it. Jason, well, thank you for doing yeah. this today. Yeah, thank you for thank having you me. so much. Yeah, this was an awesome interview. We don't interview brew pubs because there's not that many of them very oh, often. Yeah. So. Uh, you're making me sad again. <laughs> no, I oh, know. No. <laughs> it's always cool to hear that side of, of a brewery because you guys, you know, you matter. I mean, like you guys are in... The industry like the just OG as well, kinda, yeah. You know? Yeah, I, 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 I eighteen years now. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> I, I, I do think that brew pubs will 
be revitalized. I, th- I think there's I a place it. in American history for them, and yeah. that in history it tends to repeat themselves. So um, I wish the tap all the all the luck because I think it's cool. It's a really great place. I've I've personally been here many times. Um, Definitely, Eric played bass here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, I played bass in 2011. I might have even been at that show. Yeah. So find you never me know. on MySpace. You never know. <laughs> Uh, Erica, our favorite question. All right. The question we like to end all of our episodes with, what are you most proud of? Most proud of? uh, My two sons. Aww. That's what I'm most proud of. Um, But uh, yeah, being a dad, I also have a wonderful stepdaughter too. That's cute. cute. Um, You didn't offer them a beer when they were (laughs) four, did you? No. They tried to take it out of my hands though. Oh. Um, I definitely look forward to having a beer with them. Uh, when they're older. Right, yeah. right. I thoroughly enjoyed um, a beer with my father at Fenway Park when I was like 18 or 19. That's cute. That's a, that's a great memory for me. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's when I actually would drink the beer other than when I was right. four and spit it out. <laughs> yeah. so, I still drink Budweiser. Uh, my father-in-law is a Budweiser man and I will gladly sit and drink a few Buds with him. Yeah, Why not? It's, it's, we've heard of brewers and we've heard people say the best beer is the beer in front of you. Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, if you work at Budweiser, kudos to you because the consistency and the quality the second every day. The second person say that. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. You know, yeah. they're better brewers than I am. No, seriously. They're, they're so outstanding The fact sure. that you can crack a can open in Tokyo or Canada Worldwide. or Alabama yeah. and it tastes the same across the board. Right. That's really hard to do. Right. We can't even do that from batch to batch with our <laughs> stupid homebrew. <laughs> <laughs> it is tough to do with homebrew. Yeah, exactly. I know that feeling. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so awesome. Well, thank, you, thank you again, Jason. Exactly. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. This has been great. Well, I think we might get some food, some more beer, and uh, we'll catch you on the other side. Sounds good. Enjoy the outro. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Well, if you made it this far, you know that this is Ryan's least favorite portion of the podcast because I usually take 12 takes, but this is the first take. I swear to God. Erica, (sighs) it was really the first take. So we have an awesome episode lined up for you next week. We're not going to tell you who it is because you have to go on. No, just go on social media and follow us and you'll find out because we post our calendar now. Yeah. We've decided we're going to grow up and be organized. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So until next week. Cheers. Cheers.